All right, folks, Dave McClellan here, Hollow Nine Network, still boots on the ground at day two of the Pennsylvania HorrorCon, PA HorrorCon, from those who brought you NJ HorrorCon. And I'm standing in front of the Rough House Publishing booth with Derek Rook, the mind behind the whole thing. And you got to tell me, man, this fist coming out of the chimney of the cabin in the woods and then the words Rough House right next to it, how do you not get pulled right in? You got to tell me what's going on here. I appreciate that, man, very much. Uh, so, yeah, we started in 2011 as Rough House Publishing. Uh, I've been in the business for about 20 years. I had a, another publishing company prior to this one, uh, and then I was doing independent work in between. And uh, when I went to go do this again, I wanted to uh, have a logo and have a company that really represented, uh, you know, good or bad, you know, what I'm really all about. Uh, so Rough House Publishing, like if anybody knows me, I'm a bull in a china closet. Um, I can't be around anything fragile. Uh, so uh, we want to end and we do everything ourselves like we're literally for the fans by the fans so uh, you know we're very grassroots we're very punk rock so we wanted something that as a logo would stand the test of time uh, and kind of in one kind of image encompass the whole thing so the whole house with the fist through it like um, we we praise our fans a lot so every month there's what's called a ruffian of the month we call them ruffians so we don't have fans we have ruffians yeah so every month on our website uh, we commemorate a new ruffian and we put their picture up and we put a bio together for them uh, we want our fans to know or ruffians to know that they are the rock stars and you know when we do these shows that we're going to see them they're not coming to see us you know what I mean awesome. uh, they're, they're so much a part of what we do and why we do it that we wanted to kind of build a community and that's kind of what Rough House is all about Excellent. And so what is the reaction for folks like me who come up and just say, like, you know, what is this about when you start to explain it to them? Um, are ruffians being born every minute here at the convention? What's PA been like for you, man? Dude, it's so this is my first time in Pennsylvania ever. Um, I used to do shows a lot. Uh, I used to travel a lot in the early days. Um, and then I left the business for about eight years. I went into corporate America for a while. Uh, when I came back to do Rough House, uh, there was a really large uh, local community in Massachusetts of you know conventions and, and just horror community in general. Uh, so I kind of focused my efforts there for a while. I got really comfortable sleeping in my own bed uh, and you know those kinds of things. Um, and then COVID hit. You know, and like everybody else, a year and a half of kind of sitting around and just contemplating your life choices and, and yeah. where you are and where you're going to go once, if this thing ever ends. And uh, when it did, I was just rearing to go, man. I just wanted to get back in the truck. I wanted to, to travel around and I wanted to do what I did when I was in my younger days, which is go to different towns, go to different cities, meet new people. You know, if you're going to be a grassroots company, you got to be, you have to have the stamina to knock down the doors. You have to, you know, always be on. You always have to be uh, ready to rock. And that's kind of what we do. So now that we're going into this leg, I call it the post-COVID leg. Uh, I am looking forward to going to new cities and new towns and new states and seeing new people. And to answer your question, yeah, I mean, ruffians were born this weekend. And very, very happy to say that. And there were some ruffians that, that knew us from before that, that came here, too. So it was really cool to see people that I met from other places at other times yeah. um, you know sometimes you worry that as time goes on your relevance starts to wean or whatever but it's just it was real awesome to come out to a brand new place never been here before and bump into people that I've seen from years and years ago 
I'm suddenly reminded of like Tyler Durden and the narrator walking down the street going, dude, did you hear there's a fight club in DC now? <laughs> it's like, sort of like, there's ruffians that came to see us, there's, there's man. There's ruffians in PA now, man. So that's cool. That's awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about some of the stories you got going on here. Where does some of these come from? Is there one that's sort of like your tent pole or standout that kind of is your go-to that would maybe start to be the first imprint of Rough House Publishing if someone were new to it? Yeah, so we were trying to figure out what we wanted our niche to be. Um, you know, there's comic book companies that do all original stuff. Um, there's other companies that do licensed, like horror movie licensing and things like that. Uh, in my past, I did horror movie licensings. I did a, uh, a Halloween book. Uh, we did The Gates of Hell in the past. Uh, I worked for another company. We did Zombie uh, for their all Lucio Fulci movies. Um, so we wanted to resurrect old comic books that had been defunct from companies that had been defunct from the 80s. Um, so I'm not sure. Have you ever heard of a comic book called Dead World? No, because the 80s was probably before I actually started collecting comics, and I was very commercial, man. I came in at the X-Men in the early 90s, you know what I mean? So just uh, obviously my years at horror conventions are opening my eyes to whole slews of worlds that I didn't know existed, so I'm already interested to hear about this one. Well, nice, nice. So I, um, my introduction to horror comics started in, well, kind of in the 70s, but in the 80s for sure. There was uh, right around the time... Wow. We're still on battery, so yeah, that's yeah, all right. So this is interesting. I don't know if you want to, like... No, we got to tell everybody what happened. All the folks at home, I wish we had a camera rolling at that time. Damn it, man. The one I come to with no crew. Uh, the lights all just went out as we're standing here. I know I'm keeping you guys from getting on the road uh, to go. There's a hurricane. We just had a hurricane last week on the East Coast. There's another one barreling its way down to us from up north. And that might have been a little precursor. But okay. So uh, unless that's the gods telling us to not talk about this. Who knows? No, but... Uh, so there were a lot of underground comic books that came out in the 80s uh, in the advent of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles opened up this big black and white comic book movement. Uh, so we got a lot of like underground companies that were doing like slow, uh, like a lot of low uh, print run, like 500 copies, 1,000 copy print runs of independent comics. A lot of them were exploitative. You know, a lot of them were horror. Uh, Gore Shriek was one of those. But before that, there was a company called uh, Arrow Comics who did... Dead World. Dead World is where uh, I got turned on to the artwork of Vincent Locke. Okay. Vincent Locke now does the um, the Cannibal Corpse album covers. He's been doing them since day one. Uh, but he was one of the people that when I saw his artwork, I'm like, ah, I want to be like that. I want to do that kind of thing. And uh, that company had a, a very horrific, exploitative horror comic called The Dead. Um, and not a lot of people saw it. It was kind of at the tail end of that stage of the black and white movement, and it kind of flew under the radar and just nobody knew about it. But we as a company knew about it, so we contacted the folks that used to publish it, and we're like, can we do this giant, we called it an omnibus, of all of the books, and we wanted to do new stories involved, so we made this, our first book was 300, and it was 300 pages long. And it had a, a soundtrack on it, a CD in it. Uh, it had all sorts of extra stickers and all sorts of other things. Uh, so we made that our first event book. And we basically, you know, nobody, nobody came up to us and said, oh, that's the dead, you know? So we were introducing it to a brand new audience and we're like, this is the most vile comic book ever made, you know? 
so then we kind of kept it going and we went to Fantico uh, Enterprises, which was uh, a company from the 80s also, who had a black and white comic anthology called Gore Shriek. Uh, it, it was big in like the Fangoria age, you know, like the, the classic Fangoria age. They advertised in there constantly. You'd see it in there with Deep Red and, you know, names like Chaz Ballin and uh, Bruce Balding Fuller were, were names that you would have known from that era. And it was coming up on the 30th anniversary and the, the company had been defunct for a while and Gorshrik had been defunct for many decades. And we're like, we want to redo that, you know? So we got the Gorshrik license and we called it Gorshrik Resurrectus and we did two brand new volumes thus far and we're working on another. Okay, and that's what I'm seeing on the uh, on the stands here in front of us. Yes, sir. Wow. Awesome. And then since then, we, uh, we sat down and we're like, we want to do some original stuff too. So right now we're working on a lot of original material and we wanted to publish things outside of the splatterpunk horror genre so we just published our brand new first novel ever called Mark of the Witchworm and the uh, author isn't here with us his name is Steve Van Sampson but we wanted to do a novel in the same way that we would do our comic books which are we call them event comics Mm -hmm. Uh, so these come with tons of extras enamel pins double-sided posters audiobooks stickers placards you name it we got it all in there I love this like the tangible world has not left us yet Thank you, no, thank you we so much. Call our stuff. We we should probably uh, you know uh, copyright it or something, but yeah, yeah. we call it tangible awesome. Yeah, dude, I, and I, that's exactly what it seems like, man. That's great, dude. I love this. So that's kind of like the ballpark, and of course, in the past, I've done uh, comic book licenses. I did the Gates of Hell. I was the artist for that for Ebon Press. Um, I was the inker, one of the inkers for Zombie, which was prior to that. Um, and I just do commission work for other companies from time to time. Awesome, man. Awesome. What do you think of that Chasing Amy sequence where they're talking about inkers versus uh, drawers? <laughs> Are inkers just tracers? <laughs> no, I feel bad for all the inkers out there who have to put up with that shit. Like, yeah. for me, uh, my pencils are very, very loose. If you looked at my pencils, they're the ones that are unimpressive. Okay. I'm like a 90% ink, well, 80% inker. Okay. My pencils are loose just to kind of give me a, a skeleton of where I'm going, and then everything else is just ink all over the place. That's awesome. I just, I very rarely get someone like this straight up goddamn thing yet <laughs> someone tells me I'm an inker I'm like I've never been able to ask anybody this oh my god and watch Chasing Amy if you've never seen that sequence and in the first 10 minutes of the movie at a at a comic con in the 90s and uh, an argument erupts versus uh, between the drawers and the inkers um, PA Harkon where are we going to see you next and where can people follow you online to continue being uh, apprised of what the ruffians are doing and maybe become a ruffian themselves absolutely well uh, you can certainly go to our website uh, uh, roughhouse public publishing.com uh, our online store is there you can buy all our products there as well uh, we are also on all sorts of social media um, you know Twitter the whole nine yards Twitter uh, uh, Instagram Facebook um, and uh, we're going to be going back to Massachusetts to do a show in October called Monsta Expo you have to drop the R and add A-H because it's a playoff of our accent gotcha. so it's Monsta Expo uh, I believe that's the 16th and 17th of October in Fairhaven, Mass. And then the week later, we're going to Spooky Empire in Orlando. Nice. Oh, wow. All the way down south. From all-, all the way down south, which, ironically, is where I started. I broke into comics uh, in Orlando 
1997, which ages me tremendously, but uh, yes. Hey, man, you know what? Our paths all take different twists and turns, and uh, who knows where we're going to wind up eventually. But, man, it was good to run into you and great to learn about all this. And I hope one of these days I'll see you either at the New Jersey show or at the next Pennsylvania show, wherever we wind up, or somewhere else on the road down the line. And we'll obviously link all this stuff in the show notes when we post this episode. But Holland and folks out there, check out Roughhouse Publishing. Become a ruffian. Uh, you will not be disappointed. The tangible world still exists here. This is very big for us. Very big for us. So, very good, man. Great to meet you. And all right, let's beat the storm out of here. <laughs> Take care. All right, buddy. You've been listening to the Hollow Nine Network, bringing you the very best in fan-made media. That's the word hollow, the number nine, I-N-E. Find the Hollow Nine Network on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. Email us at hollow9podcast at gmail.com. Leave us your feedback. Join in the conversation and be a part of the action. Join in the fun. Hollow Nine.